the first reading from the second Samuel chapter 11 exposes to us a reality that we are all vulnerable to. He says, it happened that in the spring of the year, the time when kings go forth to battle, is a special time. It's a time of battle. Kings train themselves towards this springtime because they know this is when the enemies will come. And they look forward to it. They get prepared. There is time for enjoyment. There is time to, you know, have fun. But when this time is coming, they prepare. They sharpen their swords again. They look at their spears. They go and put together again their war gears. What they put on. They re-strategize. They, start, they try to update themselves with the enemy's information. That's the time they prepare through spying to capture facts and figures they need. So that when the time of war comes, you will not be taken unawares. And it happened at that time that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they ravaged the Ammonites. They were all at the war front fighting. And David remained behind. Doing what? Doing what? You see, the moment you are not on papers, you are not living on papers, the tendency to be used by the enemy is so high. What occupies you matters a lot. This is David, a man after the heart of God. But the enemy is poking around him. Day by day. Monitoring him. Groping on him. Looking for advantage. This man, we must punch on him. We must bring him down. The man has said that he preferred the word of God more than my food. We must bring him down. This man abrags and says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? We will bring you down. He who said, ah, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. We shall see. Peter said, your enemy the devil. <laughs> so as we answer Mr. John, Mrs. Ruth, eh, the initial of the devil is Enemy, the devil. He's prowling round. Like what? A roaring lion. You need to see a lion when he's prowling. When he's prowling to catch a prey. He engages all his intelligence. He's calculating the next move. He's prowling, he's turning the animal. As a matter of fact, he pokes into the animal psychology to understand what the animal is thinking. Because he must make sure he beats the imagination of the animal. So, and that's how the devil, when he considers you, he hacks into you to know what you're thinking. He defines out your disposition. 
your disposition will tell him the arrow to shoot. And the man was busy going around the house, less on guard, that he saw a beautiful woman. Is that the first time David has seen a beautiful woman? No. So that day, it was well positioned for him. As you're not busy with fighting battle, you will fight local ones. And the enemy took advantage of that. And David fell. Just once, the news reported. I was wondering, so it means that these men of battle, they have been in battle not just for one week or for one day. They have been there for months. For the report to have come back to David and said, I'm pregnant. And it means it's not just one month. Because during those days, there was not like how to test pregnancy. It is when they told me it's coming out. You now know that something has happened. You cannot calculate. When, would it, when did it happen last? Uh-huh. With who? Then you cannot begin to predict and say, okay, it is this person. So it was more than one month, two months, three months. For the tummy to come out, it takes at least, at least two months, three months. And when David found out, he said, ha, trouble has started. He tried to cover up by sending the husband back from one front. The man had been fighting for six months. You just asked him to come back and have pleasure. He is not in that mood. You see, his brain had been wired to fight. Now he is back, not because the war was over. He should come back celebrating victory. You are asking to come back and go and see family. For what? Why only me? The man was not in there that mood. They tried to put him to, you know, to drink. Eh? The man still drank and was still hanging around the king's palace. And when David saw that his game plan didn't work out, Evil took advantage of that again. You see, temptation is a very terrible thing. When the devil marks you, if not for grace, you can't survive. That's why we must understand that it is by grace. We must humble ourselves every day and cry to God. That David fell this time doesn't mean that he was a bad person. But just the devil took advantage of that opportunity. The devil will take advantage of any opportunity given to him. If you are not on, on duty, you are not on duty for your God. If you are not on duty all the time, he will engage you. Nature abhors vacuum. He will engage you. And when he engages you, you will think it's normal or you have entered big trouble. And when David saw that his plan didn't work out, oh, he now thought of eliminating a soldier he has raised just because of one pleasure. A man he has trained over the years. I don't want to go into the men David raised, men of battle. That he has trained them so much that they will fight. One of them will fight and fight and fight, and the sword will cling to his fingers. His fingers cannot, you can't take away the, mind, the, 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 the sword from his hand. One man can bring down 1,500 because they don't fight with skills, they fight with the spirit. They get inspiration from the Almighty, they fight under covenant. Sometimes before they go to battle, they abstain from sex for months. That's what one day they after fighting they came back home and they were hungry and they would enter the sanctuary to go and eat the showbread with his men because they know they were sanctified. Amen. Amen. And then he 
you put a man, say, kill him. And he killed him. When you understand the weight of sin and how the devil can bring that to you, you'll be compassionate towards people who are sinners. And ourselves too, we will also be very careful. Very careful. Very careful. The priest that raised me many years ago told me something. He said, Sir Vincent, now you're in the seminary, you want to be a priest. He said, as long as you're, you're clean, everybody will love you. But the other day you make one mistake. You will say how much they hate you. The priest is about 85 years old now. The white man. And so why did he say that? He said that you may learn and understand that as long as your hands are clean, people will celebrate you. And that's the general the reality of life. When David committed his sin, it was like the whole world was against him. In life, be wise and trust the grace of God. Don't ever judge another person and condemn the person. Because you don't even know that who you are today is as a result of what? Grace. If it is withdrawn from you, you will be shocked what will happen. So that people will celebrate you, it is because of grace. That people will appreciate you, it is because of grace. And put in your mind, I pray every day, God, sustain the grace I put in my heart. We learn from David's mistake. And as the gospel says, it says, how shall we compare the kingdom of God? It's like a mustard seed when planted. It's the smallest of forces. But when it grows, you go to be shrub. Not just the kingdom of God, even the kingdom of sin too. The kingdom of sin is like a small seed when it's planted. It's the smallest action. But when it grows, you can see David's case. From admiring to committing for, uh, adultery. From there to killing of somebody. And not only one was killed now. Many men had to die to make sure the plan was carried out. We pray at this Mass that the Holy Spirit will put in our hearts always to look unto Jesus. Not look down, but to look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher. Because as long as we look unto him, he will finish what he has begun. On our own, we can do nothing. But with him, all things are possible. May God bless us. What's the house? Christ our Lord.